1: sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client.
2: This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York, you want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices amenities and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options so start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the hotels.com app today
3: what are you saying You're yelling over the music over there.
4: Did you know that um, when we play music, they're all on separate tracks? So if Eddie wants to cut out our audio while it's playing, he can. So it's not actually recorded. People didn't know I was yelling over the intro music, but I was. (laughs) Hi, guys. It's Monday.
3: I tell you, talk about the least, (laughs) what is it called? The most underwhelming open to a
4: podcast ever. Just buckle up, though, because we're about to get into a topic that's just uh, polarizing
3: is the only word I can think of. Polarizing, uh, heated, people, hotted. People on Facebook, half of them don't even understand. We have a 50,000-member hey member Facebook
4: group. 56.8 or 46.8. Not there yet.
3: So most of these people don't even listen to the podcast. Or know we have a podcast. It is funny that, yeah, the, the majority amazing,
4: don't seem to even Yeah, I go. make a
3: statement on the podcast, and all of a sudden these clowns come up from – they're not even clowns. Most of them are good people. Nice people. I said last week in response to one of your questions, it was how important are these facets of the hobby, 1 through 10 – Breaking, I gave a 10. You did. I gave very clear and reasonable explanation as to why I thought that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think product has become so expensive. It gives people easy entry. People, you know, it's, you get to be part of a community. You're just ripping cards with other people. It's a fun way to do it. You get involved in different mixers. You can chase just specifically your team or your player. I stand by what I said, by the way, <clears throat> 10 out of 10. I think breaking is crazy important, but somebody was a guy's name. Jet. I remember being a cool. Yeah.
4: Man. Jet Thomas. He asked questions in the mailbag a lot.
3: I liked his post. That's why I approved it. But the post was basically like, hey, this is what you said last week. Kind of here's his response. And then it was a it was actually there was a ton of engagement on this post. So I told Jesse, this is our opening little rant today, because his whole thing was that he basically just wanted to hear other people's take on it. You know, I, I understand that hobby breakers are one thing. He kind of separates hobby and retail, which I, I'm OK to do that. I, I don't I don't actually mind
4: that either. Well, and you clarified in your comment, too, about retail, didn't you? Like retail yeah, versus like if you're hobby. just
3: flipping in, in retail for that case, I'm not a huge fan of it, but most guys we know, and most guys on the app and other places I see them do it, there's hobby and retail. So you get exposure to more boxes, more packs, more hits, and you get exposure to hobby and retail. So okay. it brings the price down. I still think that's very important, though.
4: But not everybody thought the same
3: way, and no, that's and why we're going to cover a few of those comments. Yeah, Jesse's got some I'm going to read and react to. My biggest thing is this, though. Please stop with the whole... Well, if we didn't have breakers, boxes wouldn't be as expensive. Dude, singles are expensive now. That is because boxes are expensive. Boxes are expensive because singles are expensive. The two are linked. So all these guys whining about expensive box prices, well, if box prices come crashing down like that, guess what? Your single values will also come crashing down. And not to mention, the ship has sailed. Flawless is never going to be a $2,000 case like it used to be. That, that is gone. It's never going to happen.
4: That's a good point, though, going back to, like, the chicken and the egg. You don't think that Dude, one came before about the cards, other. Dude, cards, not food. <laughs> oh, okay, dang go. it. I'm off topic again. Now, the singles versus the wax, like, you don't think one com- comes before the other? You think they're just, just ultimately correlated and one goes down, why. the other goes down? I'll tell you why.
3: In 2019, it got crazy because it was wax and singles. Prism is unbelievably hot. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, singles take off. 2020 pandemic time it was hey everybody's going back to chasing their singles and now those players are more expensive in current product singles went up first but inevitably they are linked okay i don't want to get into your lunch menu chicken talk <laughs> but that is just the case the other thing i don't want to address a whole ton of well breakers are worthless anyways breakers are stupid like this guy gary i'll be honest well, that's not really that, an
4: argument either so. I, I
3: don't think that gary's ever contributed. gary's probably a fine guy He never listened to the podcast i would guarantee and he has nothing useful to say like if if you are scamming as a breaker, totally worthless. If yeah, you are scamming sure. as a reseller of singles, you are a worthless person. Mm-hmm. but I, i'm I'm saying breakers who do things the right way, who build a community, who have you know competitive pricing, actually offer a service. Like, what are we talking about? Breakers are worthless. It's just a lazy take. I is. Yeah, I is. Uh, Will Macklin, same thing. You're a breaker. I'd expect this kind of take. Wait, uh, I thought I was going okay, to. So, man, I'm fired you got, up. you got fired up. I'm not even drinking Monster. I'm drinking Diet Pepsi. Uh. By the way. <laughs> what? Is Wait, Jersey... why are you
4: drinking Diet Pepsi? Dude. that's a weird thing. Okay,
3: 10 out of 10 subs at Jersey Mike's. Pepsi over Coke products? No thanks. I'm so sorry.
4: Um,
3: it's a joke. You know what else was all <laughs> Pepsi was Las Vegas. That place is a trash hole
4: to go back to your comment will macklin did say uh well you're a breaker so i would expect this kind of take
3: hey will i i explained it very clearly and it makes sense you're not a breaker so you hate breakers sorry you have a regular job and i don't have to work like you do like i'm sorry that you have to you know like what do you want me to say i and i'm not a breaker anymore you
4: were you didn't start out full-time breaking you still had part-time work until it transferred into this i mean and obviously if people didn't want Here's my problem with it, and this is someone as you know green as I am in this hobby. uh, I thought that I had to buy a box of cards for forever, my entire life. I thought I had to buy a box of cards to get what I wanted out of it, to know that I could pay less and strictly go after the team I wanted.
3: You want your Titans? I thought. I thought that was a genius idea. I think in general, it's a very good idea. All right, one other question. How much do you weigh right now?
4: Uh, but, but, but actually, I went up from last week. You know, it was like, hey, we were off for like four days, but is I only went up three zero. and a half pounds. Is the
3: second number zero right now.
4: Nah, it's a one. So I'm at 412. I was at okay. 408. Still I, down, though. But I'm at, I'm still down. And honestly, this is still like the lowest I've been 408 in 408 is your years. lowest since when? Uh, 408 is the lowest I've been in, in at least three years, at least three years. I went back, I kept track of it for a long time. So That's
3: impressive. Uh, okay. Um, Do you have any more comments on this? you want to read so I can yell at people again? Yeah. I think
4: there was just a couple mm-hmm. comments. There is a, there are some positive comments. So, uh, Wesley love says I have no problem with breakers and distributors marking up 700% above who is this? MSRP. Um, who is this talk? I'm sorry. Yeah. Wesley love. Oh, I like, I've dealt I, with Wesley for years. Uh, he says that it's highly concerning for long-term health, though. And at the end of the day, until the gamblers dry up, it's going to continue. I think it's kind of a sarcastic, but it, it is fair a point, though, right? Prices yes. get
3: marked up. The market dictates it. If it didn't, you'll see what you see now. Boxes mm-hmm. are still for sale on the panini website because they're not selling at a high prices. So prices come down. That's a fair critique and criticism. Still important the breakers break them because, again, now I don't have to go and pay $800 for a box of, obsidian. I can buy into a break spot at 22.
4: So this is an interesting point. So there's a guy, Tony Anthony, he has a very long comment. I'm not going to read it, but he starts off by saying, uh, breaking is good for the hobby. Too much effort spent on worrying about breakers making money. Correct. I do agree with that. By Um, the way, that is is a business. I mean,
3: and that is charity. If you are making money doing anything, people hate you. When I was making money flipping cards, yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, you're ruining the hobby flipping cards. Then I made money as a breaker. Oh, well, breakers are ruining the hobby. Made money selling cases just like a little mini distribution, you know, doing like kind of my own distribution. Well, that's terrible. Now we make money off advertisements at times and off the podcast. And that's all oh, well, you're influencing. Anytime you're making money, I have I've found people are just going to take shots.
4: Well, so this is the part I found interesting. The response to this comment, it's, uh, Brandon Nalband says, If there's anything worse than breakers, it's repack breakers.
3: Brandon is a nice. I've talked to Brandon a number of times too. He is probably more intelligent than me. This is one of the dumbest comments he's ever made. Again, in general, there are some though. I mean, no problem. Yeah, but this dude is super active with our repack. Like he's active in my group and in Eddie's group, and so you see the repacks that me and Eddie put out. We put cards in at 90 to 100% of the comp, mm-hmm. and yes, there are different values. If I charge $300 for the box, some of them will have a $100 card. Some of them will have a $900 card. However, with me and Eddie specifically, at GeoBreaks, and I can't talk about everybody's, we always have the value less than the total comping price of the cards. In other words, if you just came in and said, okay. I'll take every single box. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you just spent 10 spots, 300 bucks a spot, $3,000. There's probably thirty two hundred dollars worth of cards in there. So overall, you're coming out positive. Yeah, like we're not giving it away. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. No, if you're, if it's a, there's plenty of crappy reproduct, repack products. I don't doubt well, that either. And he
4: does go on to say that, like, he he viewed this as a large number of people are going to be negatively affected when buying into those repacks. And I'm sure there are That's those true. guys out there that a large number of them are. But you got there are certain breakers who try and make it where it's a more maybe there's a handful. Where they didn't get their full value, where the majority maybe have
3: gotten a little better than. So basically, it's like the one third, one third, one third. A third of the guys are going to are going to lose heavy. Yeah. Like out of three hundred bucks, uh, again, let's say there's a fifteen spot break. Mm-hmm. Five of those are probably a hundred dollar card. Five of them are probably two to two fifty, which is almost break even. Mm-hmm. The other guys are going to make money. So a couple three hundreds, fives, maybe a seven eight hundred dollar card. Okay. The other thing we try to do, and I've done this with every one of mine, we usually try to throw in a pack of cards just because it's something super cheap you can throw in and maybe a guy hits it. And this happened with, with Jordan the other day on the app. Mm-hmm. He hit the Wander Franco auto out of five, I think. The repack itself was 175. He got the worst box in the thing. It was like, I think it was 275. Oh, I saw this, yeah. It was like yeah. a 80 or $100 worth of stuff in there. But then he hits a 300-dollar card out of a pack. Yeah. But yes, it's like anything else. You're not just going to spend your money and everybody makes money on it. Mm-hmm. I, but but there, are, there are plenty of goods there as well. So I just get irritated with that take also. Okay. I don't I, hate you, Brian
4: um that's i think that's a good coverage of that take because i think it is important and it is a very like we said polarizing topic
3: by the way tony anthony had a couple other good remarks breakers don't break retail products themselves they do it for the customer i don't think breakers want to break retail but it's a lot a lot of that's all the people can afford that's pretty true some now some only do that because that's all they can get their hands on but other guys i do think that's hey it's a cheap option i've broken some retail in my career and like that's why Hey, guys, we just hit you with Bowman Chrome for a week and a half straight, and the average cost was 120 bucks. Yeah. Here's a retail break and a box of Bowman for 28
4: I mean, like, yeah, I, the fact I, that I can get into something cheap is—a lot of times, that's my other issue. It's like I don't want to go and spend $100. That's the right, reason why I'm not buying the entire box anyway.
3: Yeah, and then just other stuff, too. Like a lot of guys commenting on the price of wax. It's like that's true, and we get some allocated for cheap— but then you also have to supplement that and go out and buy it at market price. So you have to just cost average everything. And say what you want, like, oh, it's not a real job, you're a breaker. Yeah, I worked more and harder breaking than I did with anything else, any other job I've ever had. It's a ton of work. You're constantly responding to whiny people who don't make their money back at a break and are upset about it. You have a million messages a day to answer. You're shipping a 1,000 packages a week, literally a 1,000 a week. You're constantly worried about how you're going to get the next product. So it is a real job. Like, I don't understand this whole you know, this thought of like, Oh, well that's why you're making the money for plenty of years. We weren't making any money. So. I think at the end of
4: the day, if you don't like it, don't be a that's part the of other it. Thing. Don't join. These,
3: uh, the majority of guys who I saw with those responses aren't breaking, but
4: that's it. They would Which say, they would say to that response. Yeah. Well, they're the ones who are affecting the prices. And then we just go back in a circle again. So
3: I hope they fall out of the circle. And just <laughs> jump.
4: Okay. Um, Rundown time. NFL review is what we're going to talk about for the next part of the show. Uh, Big weekend for a few guys and uh, some weird turnouts and games. Uh, We're going to talk to our boy Jason Flynn from Soccer Cards United. He's going to talk to us about World Cup, hot products, maybe touch on a little Formula One. We do have new releases as well coming out this week. Um, I think Mike has some hot takes. And then your mailbag. That brings us to the big picture. See how I did? I didn't, I didn't normally. On. Gary made you. three other worthless comments on oh, that post. And we're oh, not I'm done. done. I'm done. I'm okay.
3: done. Just, uh, don't ever listen to the podcast and leave all the social groups, please, Gary. Big
4: picture. Oh, Transitioned. All right. NFL all right. review. Uh, you have some hot takes on the Green Bay Packers? Don't tell me what I have. Okay? You don't have hot takes? Can I have a sip of your Pepsi? I'm Are I'm you- parched.
3: You, you have there's a never of, been a
4: world where you've ever shared any food or beverage with any person, has First there? First
3: kiss with my girlfriend Hannah in the back of my Ford Ranger, the tailgate sitting you on the allowed tailgate. Her
4: lips to touch yours at
3: at a Sonic restaurant here in Hendersonville. <gasps> this was. Do
4: people know about this?
3: Sixteen years ago, after that happened, she literally looked at me. She goes, "By the way, we're sharing drinks now." Because until then, <laughs> I would official. not share drinks. There was a, it was actually an interesting week. I'm not going to go over this whole thing, but there were some games that really stood out to me. First. I was halfway right. I said the Giants and Vikings are going to fall off the planet. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I still believe that. So the, hey. the Giants got beat by the Cowboys. They made a push at the end, but I watched almost that whole game. They looked pretty weak. Dallas is good, but it wasn't great. And the Vikings, I thought, should have lost to the Patriots, and that's at home. I do. I think, the, I think the Vikings. Why do you say that? I watched the game. I did too.
4: Why do you, why do you think they should have lost? What, what did they do that caused them to win?
3: That defense is horrendous. Okay. they got an unbelievably rare kickoff return for a touchdown. And I just thought a lot of things kind of fell their way, which is great. I'm not knocking that because I don't do the will if this happened or that happened. But when I watch that team and then you watch Philly last night, Mm -hmm. I don't think the Vikings are going anywhere. I stand by what I said. I don't think the Vikings are going anywhere, nor do I think the Giants are.
4: I do think I mean, Mac Jones threw for what? Almost 400 yards in that game. 28 out oh, uh, of 39 completions. That's it, not bad. People
3: are going to want to whine. And, and no matter what he does, he's overpriced and we hate him. Mac Jones looked phenomenal this weekend.
4: But I mean, Kirk Cousins also threw 30 completions out of 37 yeah, and 300 yards. But Kirk Cousins
3: is a very good quarterback. I and know, but he's the best receiver in football on his team.
4: I think it just goes against the point of you thought they were going to fall apart. I get there's other aspects of the oh, team besides quarterback.
3: They're not know. winning a playoff game. I think they oh. will host a playoff game. They will not win.
4: You just guarantee they're winning. That's great. Thank you.
3: Tampa, another terrible loss. I, I mean, yeah, I thought that we stopped the bleeding there because I, I
4: had, to, I had to put in old TB because Justin Fields was hurt on my fantasy league, and it, he did okay, but man, it was it was tough to watch he that game. Terrible,
3: yeah. I mean, that team just uh, a couple of interesting ones though. The Jags beat the Ravens. Trevor Lawrence, 29 of 37, 321, three touchdowns. He looked unbelievable. And that's an above average defense. It's not great, but it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. He looks phenomenal. Like, again, the first response is, yeah, but he's too expensive and this and that. I don't care. He's going to be a top five, top 10 guy for the next decade in the league. I feel the same way about Justin Herbert. 275 yards, three touchdowns. They come back and beat uh, the Cardinals. They're now six and five, still alive in the playoff in the AFC. Herbert's another guy. I look at him like, this guy is playing really really well he's in his third full season we are expecting way too much yes the hobby hype was too much for him to live up to Mm -hmm. but now we've so overcorrected where it's oh this is terrible this guy's a joke looked absolutely phenomenal um one other note that i want to get to those four players i mentioned well Mm -hmm. two other notes first of all the eagles are i mean that team is dangerous like the eagles might be coming out of the nfc and if they don't i think it's the next team the niners
4: so you have no qualms with with the Eagles right now. I just wanted to make sure cuz it seems like lately there's been a couple teams that have been performing well and they have well, they had one a bad, bad loss game. to the
3: Commanders. But the Commanders think. have played really I think the Commanders won 6 out of 7 games or something, which is so
4: weird they're that they're playing beating well. the record for Tampa but Bay. But the
3: Eagles can score when they want to. And I thought the Packers played really well last night compared to how they have played mm-hmm. and the Eagles you still held them off, whatever.
4: Yeah, it was a much better game than I was expecting.
3: The 49ers though. That is a dangerous team, man. If they had a real quarterback there, Jimmy just does. I, I just, I keep seeing that meme going around. It's like, it's like him smiling. Mm-hmm. It's like when you, when you're in a group project and you get an A and you did nothing to the for <laughs> the group, that way. is Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, that's why I'm also so high on Trey Lance in the off season. Cause I just think he's going to come in and do at least a little bit more. Will he be back for the playoffs? Do we know? I know nah, it's like an ankle injury I or something. I think he's something. out for the season. The I don't think he's come back at all this year. Okay. But that team is so unbelievably talented. You put him at the helm at quarterback. Mm-hmm. I just think it's scary. So I was super impressed by them again. Uh, and yeah, they beat the Saints, but that defense looks phenomenal. They they look good. There's a couple of players who I think we have to talk about from a hobby perspective. I will start with the least attractive here. The rate is Josh Jacobs at 229 yards rushing, including what was it? An 86 yard, 85 yard run to win the game in overtime against Seattle He's a 2000. Oh man, what, what year is he? Do you know? 19. 2019, mm-hmm. which is a pretty weak class, actually. That kid, he's already made a Pro Bowl. I believe he's leading the league in rushing now. He's going to be all pro this year, playing phenomenal. Yes, he's not a quarterback. He's a running back, obviously. So pricing is affected big there. But like, his rookie market is so stupid cheap, it's insane. I don't remember us talking about him do. like
4: last year or anything
3: like that. Never, and just quietly had a very
4: good career. And it's not like his, it's, he has not been selling poorly. I mean, as far as he has 1,400 for his, two, uh, the pop count is 1,400 for his 2019 Prism PSA 10. It's selling for $36 right now. To put that in perspective, on the 24th, that card sold for $16 and $15. It just doubled, over doubled in price.
3: Yeah, I mean, so at this point, he's gone th- over 1,000 yards because he's already a th- over 1,000 yards this year. Three out of four of his first se- uh, career years. The year he didn't was last year. He had 872 yards, nine touchdowns, plus 350 yards receiving. The problem is he's just gotten too high in pricing. I don't think you could buy him at this moment. That's the t- correct. That is a tough part there, but— and I also don't think that team's going to the playoffs. So it's like, what are you buying for?
4: But if you look at the history over six months, he, his whole buy sell is up one week down next week. So, I mean, if you, I is mean, the conceivably only I, that's wait the only another week? reason I like him, because
3: yeah. I do think, man, at, at some point we start to look at this guy, like he is having, he's going to have 15, 1600 yards this year. It's crazy season for him. Mm-hmm. A lot like we saw with Jonathan Taylor last year, except the Raiders are not winning that many games. However, I just thought that was a fascinating one. Um, you know, who else on my Raiders list?
4: are four and seven. Do they have like really any shot for the playoffs no, at this point trash bags? Okay. Um, next on the list, uh, Jordan, uh, we don't, did oh, yeah. we talk about Jordan? Love yet? Jordan no, we love Christian
3: Watson. Yes. First of all, Christian Watson is unbelievable in the open field. Like that slant pass. He caught from Jordan love last night. Mm-hmm. Literally caught it. Like the 50 yard line just ran past everybody. So this He's is six touchdowns in three games. I told you this kid two weeks ago it was going to be phenomenal.
4: You mentioned that. I'm not often right. What's weird is that his pricing has not changed all that much. He doesn't have like a lot out there, but I pulled up his, uh, I pulled up a couple of autos, but the one I've got up right now is his Christian, uh, I'm sorry, his 2022 black rookie patch auto out of 199. Okay. Sold yesterday for $51. Um, however, it has gone basically ranged between 30, And all the way up to like $60 in November 14th. So it's not like out of like the the ordinary selling price range.
3: Yeah. Like some of his other ones, his certified patch auto to 75 sold today for 75 bucks. Uh, His origins, just on-card auto number to 25 sold today for 69. Like he's selling pretty well, but I I think again, though, you kind of start to run into he's having a good year. He's having a great season. He's a little bit under um coming out of nowhere right he wasn't super hyped up at the same time the packers and now are they four and eight
4: well that's the thing he's on a losing team essentially four and eight and he's not a quarterback so he's got two things against him as far as his card values go
3: yeah so that's he's one i would almost look to probably sell at this point because i don't know how much more upside there is the exact opposite with jordan love is that your foot don't kick my foot i wasn't even moving my foot okay calm down uh now, you had a totally different take. Uh, okay, okay, so
4: so Jordan Love, I know that he came out, performed well right at first, but I was watching the last few plays of the game, and, I mean, it, he wasn't awful, but it was just like he couldn't push to the next level as far as, like, getting them. Uh, what was it? They just needed one more touch. They needed a touchdown just to tie well, it he at let that him down, point. Well, he
3: let him down the field. They were down 10. Yes. Leads him down the field. They kick a field goal. They can't recover the onside kick. But he threw the t- I actually thought he looked really, really good. He had that back shoulders throw to Aaron Jones, who dropped it. I guess. I thought he looked pretty stinking good.
4: I guess my issue wasn't so much that he performed badly, it was that, or because he obviously didn't, it was that more people were talking about Jordan Love than they were talking about Mike White. And I thought that deserved more attention.
3: We've seen Mike White do this before though. Mike White's had some monster games. I mean Mike White is that's the fairly, other guy I want to talk
4: about. He has fairly little going on as far as like history of gameplay. like there hasn't been a Correct. he hasn't played yeah, a the lot stretch
3: last year, I think where he went nuts. Mm-hmm. I believe he threw for four hundred yards one game last year when he came in. he that's was in. I'm pretty sure, but here's the deal with Jordan love. The last time we saw him, he looked like he, he didn't belong in a football field, but now all we've been hearing is, Oh, he's super prepared. He's learning how to play. Something was Aaron different. Aaron Rodgers even said, like, he's been taking the snaps with the, with the first team guys. Cause mm-hmm. Rodgers missed some practice time. And I would also think, I don't know. I haven't seen the actual Aaron Rodgers news. His hand's still banged up. Now he's got the rib injury. Mm-hmm. So you're four and eight. You're not making the playoffs. You weren't winning with Rodgers. Like, is there a big rush to put Rodgers back in at this point? I mean, at this point, like, if Jordan, I would like up? to see how
4: Jordan Love performs. I'd love to, as a personal sports card lover, I want to see Jordan Love's values go up. Yeah, but
3: even, even just as like a, uh, I would think like the execs on that team's like, yeah, we're not going anywhere. Why? Yeah. We probably have a few more years of elite Aaron Rodgers. He's coming off back-to-back MVPs. I know mm-hmm. he's having a bad season. How old do you think Aaron Rodgers is, by the way? I thought he was he in was, his 40s. He was drafted. Well, he just likes to have the most. He likes to have the most hideous haircut of all time, first of all, like a homeless man who's been hit by a car. He was drafted in 05 17 years ago. I'm going to say he's 38. 39. Well, he'll be 39 in a few days, I think. So how old is he? 38. 38. Yeah. I do. I think there's a possibility we see Jordan Love for a little bit of a stretch. And the second half of their season is a little bit easier than the first half. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think they're going anywhere. The difference here is if a quarterback comes out and plays good for a month straight, it's not oh, but they're not going to make the playoffs. Who cares? It's, hey, let's load up on this guy now because next year it's going to be nuclear. I think we could see something weird happen with Jordan Love, which is interesting. He's a 2020 guy. That class is already absolutely insane. Now maybe you get a little bit of totally unexpected hype from Jordan Love.
4: Okay. Uh, Going back to Mike White, though. Okay, Mike White. So if you look at their schedule, it's not bad. I mean, they've got the Jaguars coming up, but their next game is the Lions. So, I mean, I think Mike White, had a lot of things going right for him. He's paying, playing what the third string quarterback for the bears or something like that. So, I mean, obviously he probably had a good, uh, mental game going. It's like, Oh, I'm going wait up minute, against someone. Who's oh, not on her one one as well.
3: You're saying they have an easy, you're totally wrong about that. Hey, okay. So that's why I wanted to Strength, get your take to schedule. On. Yeah. Go
4: to the schedule that's for the jets brutal.
3: at the Vikings at the bills. Wait, 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 the jets. Yeah. The jets are at the Vikings at the Vikings next week. Then at Buffalo,
4: what are you looking at? Oh, I am. Oh, I had the wrong schedule pulled out. I was like, I thought they had a really nice schedule set up.
3: having said that, is there any other secondary in the league you'd like to play right now than Minnesota? You don't know the answer, but the answer is no. Okay. Dude, Mac Jones just put up 300 yards. Mike White might have, that's what I'm saying with Mike White. He looked good this week. He might have an absolutely ridiculous week next week against Minnesota. Well, I mean, his completion
4: rate was excellent as well. And then uh, what? he didn't have any interception. I don't know. I just thought it was.
3: Are they seven and four? Seven and four. Okay, I hate doing this, but we're going to do it real quick. Bills and Buffalo, I'm going to say, are losses. Seven and six. I think they can win the next two. Nine and six. Okay. Because you're playing at home against the Lions, home against the Jaguars. At Seattle, at the Dolphins, I think you split. I think, they're playing, I think they're finishing 10 and seven and making the playoffs. But I think there's a couple teams there he could have absolutely monster games against. Like I said, I'd be shocked if he doesn't put up 302 touchdowns next week.
4: Here's All I want to see is the next game. That's all I want to see right now. I and just want to, you want to see if this was a minis- fluke.
3: It's not. He's done this before, but he's one of those guys, can he do it for a whole year? And then the coach also came out and said, we've not seen the last of Zach Wilson. I'll decide when, you know, kind of that whole song and dance. So um Okay. I don't know, I, I, but I am intrigued by Mike well, White just because I think, again, I think that team's heading to the playoffs and he's playing a couple defenses that you're going to be able to put up some monster numbers against.
4: So we didn't talk about this, but going back to Jordan Love's pricing and then I'll go to Mike White's pricing. i will go to Jason Flynn. Yes, we will. Um, so Jordan Love, he, I, I looked at some of his silver pricing. Um, Jordan Love's mosaic silver was selling as back. A 10? Uh, as a PSA 10? I think 50 bucks. It sold for $40 on November 7th. As of today... 85. That so, makes sense, right? You're
3: going to reach. Glad I sold that prison PSA 10 last yeah. week
4: for 35 bucks. John Harden
3: <laughs> um, won that. Happy John.
4: Now Mike White, Mike White, I looked up uh, so he's got an Optic Auto he? uh, He's 2018. Oh, 18. Okay. Uh so there was a few different cards. I pulled up the auto out of ten cuz there's been some that recently sold. So on let's see, November 23rd, an ungraded or I'm sorry, a graded PSA 10 of that card uh, four, this is numbered four what out of 10 was $1,000 sold for $1,000 optic Mike white PSA 10 silver out of 10, Oh, uh, out
3: of 10. Okay. Out of okay. 10. Okay. Okay. I'm with
4: you sold for a thousand dollars as of today, ungraded out of 10, same card sold for a thousand dollars. I mean, what is that? Like, what do you think the 10 adds to that?
3: Two to three times but that's also a weird card to 10. The next one could sell as a PSA 10 for 1100. I wouldn't be shocked. It's such a rare card.
4: Okay. Well, I mean, there were others uh, for that that were not out of 10 that
3: I think it's, he's more than doubled in price. Sure. I, I believe it. Again, a quarterback coming in on, on and in his Again, case, a playoff bound team.
4: The only thing is, is what that means is it's not the right time necessarily to buy.
3: But I have two other quick notes. I'm going to let Jason in. Uh, I was a little late. I'm not going to say I was wrong. A little late though. Lakers, your Lakers have won five out of six. I mean,
4: did you see who was it? Uh, Westbrook with that head injury yesterday? Yeah, it was bad. Um, I'm happy for you.
3: And then also, I want to mention one little quick app plug Kenny hit the I don't know if you saw this. Kenny hit the downtown.
4: I, oh, 70, I saw that about so time. So Kenny's been
3: running a bounty every break. He doesn't hit a That's downtown, he adds a hundred dollars 74
4: hit, four nights in a row <laughs> without hitting because each one's he adds a hundred bucks.
3: Oh, he does multiples on some days, though. I think, right? Or maybe uh, not, either I way. Think so. 70 he paid the guy he pulled a tj watt downtown mm-hmm. which is probably a 50 dollars. i don't even know what it's worth uh and the dude who got the Steelers. so he just paypal them alive on the spot 7400 yeah. $7, dollars. the
4: $4. guy mentioned he even went to the facebook group and posted it up he said paypal in five minutes 7400 dollars $4. Awesome. over to him so card shop evansville yep. doing all
3: right card shop live is the app there you go all right let's talk about the other sport
4: I, don't la- I can already tell you,
3: about, I'm not thrilled with this. I have big news, though, for Jason. Oh,
4: I, have, I wanted to talk about He's been on TV recently. Okay, you can do that. Then I'll have mine. My news <laughs> isn't as big. Jason, how are you?
3: Hi, guys. How are you? Oh, look, Good. he's got internet.
4: Jason Flynn, Sports Cards United, is joining us. Thank you, soccer. Jason. Card United. What did I say? Sports Cards United? You is that not the soccer? same thing? Uh, how are you, Jason? Thank you for joining. You are a TV star now since we last talked to you.
0: Uh, yes. On uh, first of all, great to be here as always. I hope you both keeping well. Uh, hey, last shut up. week,
4: answer the thing. <laughs> oh, <Whoa. laughs> <laughs> wow! He was big time in me. I could tell. Now that he's on TV. Um,
0: <laughs> last week, uh, last Thursday morning, Mike's uh, looking at me I went so
4: on, aggressively. Right now, it was just a joke, Mike. Let him talk. You're scared. It's me. okay. It's okay.
0: Um, we went on a show called Ireland AM, which is like our version, I guess, of like Good Morning America and uh we went on and we opened some sports cards uh live on air
4: dude i saw clips of that it was awesome i couldn't believe that you guys got on essentially like national news
0: yeah yeah we opened a box of um so we had they asked us to bring our, some of our collections so we brought some wax we brought some singles and uh before the interview started the uh, host asked if we would be able to open something live on air and we wanted something with not that many cards and a lot of hits, uh, just to make it kind of look as good for the people at home that didn't know anything about what they were seeing. So we took the plunge and decided to open a road to the world cup national treasures. Oh um, boy! Yeah. So that was about $1,800 uh, worth of cards, uh, live on air. And, um, we proceeded to open them, uh, hit nothing in particular, but we didn't obviously say that at the time. We just kind of bigged every, all the cards up <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And it was it was you could see on Enzo on I's face are painstaking to watch the, the TV host go through the cards and kind of like just throw them down on the table oh. after, you know.
4: And <laughs> we're like, oh,
5: no, please.
4: That's amazing. Well, that's got to be like super big, though. Like, have you gotten a response from listeners or family or friends, all that kind of stuff?
0: Yeah, we've had we've actually got some sales uh, in Ireland. Uh, which we just haven't had any kind of great track record of sales domestically here, and um, people have been emailing us and texting us, and, or you know, on on Instagram and on Twitter and saying, "I saw the sports card thing. What is this? How do I get into it?" Um, so, so it's really exciting.
4: Now, did you mention sports That's cards my nonsense? Question. Yeah, I didn't. Hey, I didn't. All I'm right. that so was
3: Jason Flynn from Soccer? Don't <laughs> say the name again. Don't <laughs> plug him again. I have big news, bigger than your stupid TV news. Okay. We didn't mention. I think so. Okay. This isn't even news yet. I just thought it'd be a funny point. I didn't know you had like a real opening. Oh, okay. My wife. (laughs) What is it? So my wife was like, hey, where do you want to be? Where are we going for our 15th anniversary? Not till next October, by the way, but she's a planner. I have always said, I don't want to leave the country. I am very content in my little home base. I told her today I would settle for going to England and then we could take some some train t- trips for the day. You know Ireland France, is on an island, though. Ireland, you can fly there. Pretty okay. easy. Pretty easy you flight. Said train. There. So I was just clarifying. Scotland. So I may be coming uh, over the pond, across the pond, as it were. Whoa! Oh, you it, guys are going to love to have you. If I come over there, we're ripping some product. Well, I'm going yes. on TV with you. Yeah, another TV appearance.
0: <laughs> have you guys? Yeah, I'll written- you on TV. I'll say hi, everyone. This is this is Mike. My- Perfect.
4: All right. So. Obviously, the World Cup is huge right now. You were just on TV yes. talking. No, I, one, no one cared about that news. Talking yeah. about the I mean, it's a. No, that's okay.
0: great. I, I'm looking forward to, to meeting you in person, Mike, and Thank maybe
3: you. we'll get you to one of these European what? card shows while you're we're over here. Met in you, we we met in person. I tell you, he's got a big Not head. Good. Amazing. We reached out the first time. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, a real podcast. I'll come on. Now he's like, I'm on TV. I'll see if I have time for you idiots. Okay. I completely Where's forgot Inzo? we had already met God. in person. No. It's been
0: a big year, guys. I'm sorry. Wow. We're
3: proud of you. Okay, get into your real talk. Go ahead. All
4: right, World Cup news. Where is the? What do you think about the USA? First off, that's I think that's what a lot of our listeners want to know. Is there? Do we still have a chance? And why is Pulisic uh, not? They have to beat Iran, I believe. Not, not a great guy. I, I don't know. I thought he was going to be great. I was watching the game. I was just underwhelmed. I guess.
0: Um. But I think the the USA had a, had a tough group uh, going into the World Cup. You have England, Wales, and Iran. Um going 1-0 up against Wales in the first game presented a golden opportunity to get three points on the board. Uh, first things first, they uh, didn't manage that game well in the second half and let Wales back into it with a very, very silly penalty. Um, but then bounced back with a very good performance against England, putting them under a lot of pressure, got a draw there. So they're going into Iran, uh, the Iran game uh, basically needing to win. Uh, so if you win, you stay in. If you lose, you're, you're going home. Um, and I think that's about as good as a position as you could expect pre-tournament for the state. It's like, you know, if you you said to Craig Berholt the manager, if you said, okay, last game of the group, you're going to need to win. Do you accept that pre-tournament? He would have said, yeah, uh, every time. So I think maybe Christian Pulisic has not been as impressive as some people expected because he is very good uh, but he's even, he's better than very good by the standards of U.S. soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's playing against the best in, in the world from every other country right now. So he's not going to look like a kind of... That
3: was my question. Is England considered the best? Yeah, I, yeah. I was told England's like one of the top five teams, right? England are,
0: yeah, one of the, one of the top five uh, teams in the world and definitely one of the pre-tournament favorites. They were uh, semi-finalists in the World Cup in 2018 and they were finalists in the European Championships uh, two years
5: ago as well. Now, it is
3: true though, by the way. I've seen, cause I watched like some ballistic clips against us, like mm-hmm. in whatever it's one thing. It's a different, it's like the kid who's great in high school and then he goes and plays college. And oh. it's like, Oh, <laughs> kind of just They're one saying, of the other guys. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah.
4: Um, in this case right now, you've watched most, uh, do you watch the games or are you just highlights?
0: Yeah. I think I, I, think I've seen every, every game except two or three.
4: So any standouts at this point, any guys like yeah, you who were, surprised you? Yeah. Well, I,
0: I was, um, I was worried about France going into the tournament. Now, France obviously the reigning champions. They won the World Cup in 2018. And going in, they had some questions over the team selection. Who was going to play up front? Was it going to be Olivier Giroud? Was it going to be Karim Benzema? How was Mbappe going to fit into the team? How were the egos all going to be managed? And then they had a couple of unlucky injuries. Uh, Benzema got injured and Lucas Hernandez got injured. But the players that came in to replace those kind of cleared up a lot of selection problems. Um. Somebody, oh, I'm gonna mess this up. Somebody told me. One of our listeners told me that this is called something. In the '90s, there was a player for the Knicks who oh, was the best player go. on the Knicks. Patrick but Ewing. When he, yes, Patrick Ewing, yeah. And when he Channel. didn't play, yep. everyone was better. So that's Even what you're he was comparing. Theoretically, the best player. That's okay. the same as carrying Benzema for France. And um, so, when Benzema got injured, all of a sudden the team kind of just clicked. And uh, they've qualified. They won their two games. They're looking as good or, or almost as good as they looked when they won it the last time. And um, Brazil have looked fantastic. Um, and Spain have been surprising. Spain have scored eight goals in their first two games, seven goals and one goal. And people were questioning a lot before the tournament if Spain were going to be able to actually score. Because they have a lot of good players, not a lot of good goal scorers. And they've looked, they've looked great as well. But so that it's game been where they scored very, very seven, exciting.
4: that was like, not a great team, right?
0: That was that was Costa Rica but then Costa Rica then went and beat Japan 1-0 um in the following game so okay. you know it yeah
4: that was that was was one of the games I watched and I remember cuz I didn't think it was even possible to score so many points in a soccer game and it was the first time I'd ever seen something like that it was entertaining yeah. sometimes we call it a hockey score yeah. <laughs> um all right so then if those are some of the guys that are standing out any guys that you've seen uh, hobby wise uh, actually be affected by their performance?
0: Uh, yeah, so we saw one of the big rookies going into the tournament from uh, from Bo- Road to the World Cup Mosaic and World Cup Prism was Cody Gakpo, uh, who's 23 years old. He's kind of older. He's on the older side for a soccer rookie. Um, but he was coming in as kind of one of the flagship rookie cards uh, for this year's World Cup products and he's got two goals uh, in his first two games with the Netherlands so he's actually been like a, a hobby success we built him up they put him in the products and he has since performed and his, his sales have been very nice Um from there we started to also see Kylian Mbappe's prices uh, get a bit of a boost because he was on a huge downward spiral for a long time before the World Cup really? yeah three goals two games and looking like looking every bit himself, you know, I think he's up to seven goals, maybe in his first nine World Cup games uh, between this competition and the last competition. So that's been very exciting. And Jude Bellingham as well for England, the English midfielder, Jude Bellingham uh, had an amazing first game against Iran, less so against the USA. But as I said, the USA had a very good game against England. So nobody really performed well for for the English there. But Jude Bellingham's prices have also remained quite steady and his sales volume has been really good.
3: So when it comes to like soccer wax right now, obviously Prism Road mm-hmm. to the World Cup is the last thing out. We look today, it's doing like 500 bucks a box, maybe a little bit more in some other retailers. Where are you at with that product in particular? Because that seems like the one most people are interested in right now.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but pre-tournament, I was very, or pre-release for that product. I was very kind of hold skeptical off. of yeah, it. hold off. Um, hold off and let's see where it goes. Yep. And it came out and it dipped and it was it was flying down for a while. Um, you know, people were saying, I'll, Saying to to me like I'll give you three fifty a box for it, and I was like, no, that's too, it's too low, um, and it seemed like it was kind of just going to go down and down and down. But then once the World Cup started, we were really surprised because breakers, especially U.S. breakers, started to break it at a rapid pace, and that price slowly climbed back up uh, to where it is now five hundred. And I don't actually think they made that much Prism hobby. I thought they were going to print it kind of to the moon and back, but it seems relatively scarce. So I'm pretty confident that five hundred price. Holding at least in the
4: short term.
3: Okay, let me ask you this, out of my own selfish interest. Then I have two cases of this stuff. I got one at yeah. a pretty good price, probably I don't know two seventy a box or something. Will allocated. you buy it from him? That's no, what he wants to know. allocated. <laughs> I got the other one at four hundred a box. Was the rebuy on, on the first chance we had? What if you're yeah. me? So my thought has always been, I want to hold these things until they're six hundred a box. Do right. you think we see a time during this tournament they hit that that price range?
5: Oof.
0: I think if. If the USA beat Iran and uh, if the USA can beat Iran and get into the knockout stages, that will keep enough American interest in the tournament to maybe get the, the prison box price up to maybe 550 and maybe on a very, okay. very good day, uh, 600
1: That's
3: uh, seven, I think if the 50. USA
0: get knocked out, it, it'd be hard to keep the American interest uh, beyond just the soccer fans.
4: I do think that is the one way to do it because... Correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, as these as teams get knocked out, it's essentially less incentive for people to buy the product because now they know their guy uh, on the team that they wanted is not going to be performing anymore. So you essentially narrow down more and more the the investable uh, players as the games go on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like Cody Gakbo, who I was talking about earlier, who plays for uh, the Netherlands, if he's. You know if he keeps scoring for for Holland and and they're they're winning and he's scoring, then trying to pick up his singles is quite expensive because his singles prices are just going to keep rising the more he goes on and um, so you might find it better to buy a box and just go hunting for his cards. But if the Dutch get knocked out, all of a sudden his singles prices are going to level off or drop, so then you might as well just pick up the singles. there's no need to take the gamble on the box and um, so you're right if you're if you're in that frame of mind it, it's it's a risk like for instance, if you think the u s are going to are going to beat Iran. Then don't sell yet, if you're not sure what's going to happen, or you'd like to hedge your bets. You know, you could sell a one case and keep one or whatever. You
3: can you think of another country that can be referred to three times like that in the same sentence? He just referred to the Netherlands, Holland, and Dutch. It's uncanny. Is that the same country? Yeah, it's all the same thing. Is same, that the same same thing? country? Yeah. Yeah. The people like of the Netherlands <laughs> are known as
0: okay. Oh, you could say the U.S., America, and the States.
3: Wow, that's not yeah, but that's not real.
4: I don't know. That sounds pretty real.
3: What the United States of America? You're just yeah, shortening but, it,
4: but people say it.
3: But, but that's I'm, what I'm saying. These are three totally, totally unassociated. different. Oh, I say,
4: I say, it's uncanny. Yeah, un- yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's Merca. That's a different. That's a redneck that's a pronunciation.
3: Do you have rednecks um, in Ireland? Is that a sign? okay?
4: <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I am also curious. Um, so. Th- I don't know it's actually and this isn't a question Jason this is something for you Mike have you noticed around here just in the US alone the interest level is on the I'm seeing soccer moms wearing like United States soccer
3: like scarves where are you hanging out there's just soccer I went just chilling to just chill in the Kroger.
4: I couldn't help but notice. I was okay. in Kroger. I saw two different soccer moms in there wearing soccer. And like one had a beanie, one had like the scarf and it was all like in support of the USA team. I just, there's never been a time in my life in Hendersonville, Tennessee, where I live, where I've ever seen that. So I do I know, find it. 2018
3: that- was pretty big. The reason I say that we were walking through the mall at Opryland uh-huh. and a bar erupted. And I was like, dude, it's like two o'clock on a Thursday. And I come from a family that would do that, but I'm just like, what is happening at the bar, right? And sure enough, it was the Soccer US. Game. Game? Okay. Um,
4: all right. So the next question up for you, hot products other than uh the road to the World Cup, anything else that you would say is investable right now? Anything uh good in price?
0: Um, I think basically a lot of the a lot of the eyes are on the World Cup products. So if you wanted to pick up something like um something like a tops chrome or you wanted to pick up uh you know a mosaic box or, or something like that there's a lot of stuff where uh, the online stores and the hobby shops are cutting down prices on stuff like Topps Chrome Stadium Club Chrome which I like um, that kind of thing because they're just trying to move them because all the interest is in the World Cup so if you have been kind of thinking of buying a soccer hobby box mm-hmm. maybe a Sapphire or maybe a Top's Chrome um, now would be the time to do it We oh, were in, okay. uh, we were in Munich recently for a show and we had a box of 2019-20, uh, UEFA Sapphire, which has Erling Haaland's uh, rookies, uh, some of Erling Haaland's rookies in there. And because he's not at the World Cup, if you wanted to buy a box of something that could have Haaland in it, this is a good time to buy because this is one of the only times people aren't watching him in the Premier League or the Champions League because he's not at the World Cup. Um, so if you wanted to pick up some 2019-20 stuff, that'd be good or just you're kind of running the mill. Uh, Tops Chrome or Sapphire. If you haven't bought a soccer box before, you don't want to go straight from nothing into World Cup Prism because it's $500. And um, now would be a good time to dip your toe in uh, with a Tops Chrome box or something like that.
3: I have one I like more that. box of Mosaic. Oh, do you? Yeah, I found a random box of Mosaic and I found a bunch of Mosaic baseball choice, which I don't care for that product much. But I have one more box of Mosaic from this year.
4: I still have my 2021 Sapphire box that I got. Um, Is that up since you
3: bought it or no? Uh, it was up, but now I think it's a little down. Hey, do you do this full time now? Are you just like soccer cards full time, like podcasts? Do you have a real job still? No.
0: We're Uh, full time. How long have you been full time -time in in March?
4: Oh, March. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, The other thing, uh, kind of a a curve here the new release coming out this week is Topps Formula One. Anything you have to say about that product? It's pretty expensive. I'm just curious what your thoughts are, just because we don't have a lot of knowledge.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you may remember 2020 Formula 1, the first time we had <laughs> tops products for Formula 1, we had Chrome and Sapphire yeah. and Dynasty. And it went just, you know, stratospheric. It was just unbelievable how where the prices went. Because of that, in 2021, um, they priced it all quite high. And those prices have not been maintained. Those retail prices have not been maintained. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, you have the same problem you had last year, which is there's not a huge turnover of rookies in in F1. Um, so it's hard to, it's hard to say. I did hear I next back My
4: expensive comment, by the way, I thought I was looking at the price per box. That was the price per case. It's $1,700 a case. It's actually only 150 a box. That's actually not as bad as what I was thinking.
0: If you wanted to open a box of, 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 um, Formula One, you you could do worse. But 2023, we're going to have an American on the grid. Uh, Logan Sargent, uh, is transitioning from, I think IndyCar or F2. I can't remember from some other racing division into F1. Okay. Uh, Everybody's going to be driving for Williams. Uh, so we're going to have an American in F1. So I think 2023 F1 products will have a reason to buy them just for that kind of hype. Um, but 2022, I don't think they're going to fly off the shelves. I don't think the price is going to go crazy anytime soon. Okay, So feel free to wait and, and pick it up in a couple of weeks and if you need to.
3: Did you see that Lewis Hamilton, the PSA 9? Uh, I, think it's, I think it just went off a of golden. It's from, like two, it's from years ago, though. It was kind of his rookie.
0: Oh, the F one grid, uh, not grid, uh, Futera Grand Prix.
3: Yeah, yeah. So that card had sold for two hundred thousand dollars, I think, this year, in twenty twenty two, and it just sold last week or the week before for thirty five. Oh, yeah. Is that so? Is that just a market there? Like, hey, it's just correcting crazy hard, or or is there something about that car that's changed as Well, or that driver.
0: A combination of all three, I think. I mean, you never know when you find something like that. When it, when you grade it, you never know. How many are out there? And um, so obviously, when something sells for, what did it sell for? Two hundred seventy thousand dollars. It was like two hundred thousand the first time, yeah. Right, yeah. So when something like that sells, everybody who even thinks they might have one or might know someone that has them goes and hunts for it, and then the pop goes up. And um, so that can obviously happen. I think it's also a case of first to market. I mean, how sure. many collectors are going to pay that much for it? So if you're first to market, you get the most eccentric collectors who just need it and need it now. And they'll pay a premium for that because they have it first. Um, and then also Lewis Hamilton has just for the first time in years and years gone a whole season without winning a race. Um, so his prices are not what they were at the start of the season.
4: Okay. Um, before we go over to Mailbag, I did have one more question. How many drivers? And maybe you don't know off the top of your head. 14. How, are there 14 drivers in the sport? How many, how many no, drivers 20. are there? There's 20. Oh, that was close. So yeah. my thinking about product each year is like, how many rookies are you really even going to have? That's what he was saying. It's rookie, like, no rookie turnovers. Yeah. They, that's yeah. exactly it. So which makes that, I feel like that makes this product specifically a hard one.
3: That's why next year, though, the U.S. kid is a rookie. So that one, okay, could, we get a that nice one could mix. As a, okay. okay. It's a mailbag. we got a bunch mailbag. of people. People get excited about you now. They're like, dude, that TV star. The guy on TV. The TV kid.
4: <laughs> he big time Jesse when he came on. Jesse had to yell at him. You did yell at us right. two weeks in a row. <laughs> we cut it last
3: week, Jason, which is a shame. He yelled at the guest last week. Wait, I did? Dude, you lost your patience bad, but they cleaned it up. I, I don't did, blame no, you. No, no, stop that right there. I did not yell
4: at that guest. Did All you I listen s- to the podcast last oh my week, God. Jason? You ever He's listen a to the liar. Show? He's a liar. Sometimes I do, but I didn't <laughs> listen to He last does one. not. Okay, know. Never mind. <laughs> Move on. I did not yell. Uh, by the way, that was a joke. Here's your soccer question, sir. Um, so Brian Bulaga found seen a lot of soccer product on sales, such as 2021 22 mosaic chronicles tops and tops chrome bundesliga etc but are these cheap rips worth it is there anything that the soccer card united guys saw that would be a good deal anything out of that that you feel would be better yeah, i i just think
0: stay stay away from bundesliga um tops bundesliga stuff is like i was so as i said I was just in germany for a show and we, we had lots of Bundesliga stuff that we couldn't sell on our, on our website for, for the longest time. So we said, right, put it all in the suitcase. We're taking it to Germany and we're going to seek and we sell it in Germany and it sold, it sold in Germany, which made sense. That was like a nice kind of bit of validation that they're all German teams. These are the German people. They're going to buy the cards of the Germans. Perfect. Other than that, if you're not German, if you don't support like Mainz or. Brush and, and Gladback or somebody like that.
4: Oh, yeah, he's There's good. not
0: a lot of value in the <laughs> in the Bundesliga. And also, the Champions League products are getting to a place where they're not that expensive. It used to be like you couldn't necessarily afford the Champions League products, so you went with Bundesliga because you're one of the top box of soccer. But just stay, stick to the Champions League unless you're a fan of a German team. That's my advice.
3: I think that's what the box I have is. I'm looking on blowout. I have the 21-22 Mosaic road to FIFA. Mosaic. Road to the World Cup, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, to the FIFA World Cup, yeah.
4: Okay, anyways, go ahead. Uh, Johnny Watt wants to know, how big was a draw with England and can we officially call it soccer now?
3: Um, A
0: draw with England was a very, very good result. I think England have a very conservative manager um, who wasn't really too concerned as to whether or not they won. He just wanted them to keep a clean sheet. But I think for morale and for momentum, the States put in a really, really good performance and kind of like showed everyone what they were made of. And in terms of calling it soccer... And um, feel free to call it soccer. I call it soccer a lot in Ireland. We call, most people call it soccer in places that aren't Dublin. Um, so yeah, it could be soccer.
3: Okay, I might go to Dublin when I'm in England too. <laughs> brag about
4: it. Um, I, I apologize because I am going to butcher every name that I'm about to read. Just go first so, names. No, I won't ever do that, Mike. And you know that. So <laughs> Mark Antone Lefebvre, he wants to know, how does Jason feel about Olivier Giraud as an investment? Sure. Does him tying Thierry Henry, uh, his record for most goals in a national team selection, and beating it bring an upside to his card? How painful was that question? Do any of to? those That's names— That's France.
3: Tyrion Henry? I know him from the kid— the Tyrion? Olivia.
4: There's no N in this. The no.
3: Olivian guy is the guy who just said was out this year.
4: Okay, so Go ahead. Okay, so that was uh, a
0: question about Olivier Giroud and Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry Nailed it. Um, was France's men's national team, top scorer for, for years, record holder. Uh, Thierry Henry is on TV in the States a lot because he's part of CBS's UEFA Champions League coverage. So he's uh, quite famous all over the world. Played for Arsenal for years as well. Um, and Olivier Giroud uh, is just either just broke or is about to break the record for the men's national team for France. Um Olivier Giroud is not a player that I would ever, whose prices I would ever see getting that big. And like when he was 22 years old, he was still playing in the third tier, in the third division of of French soccer and has had a kind of a wonderful career and gone on to do amazing things, including win the World Cup and all that stuff. Um, But you would really be relying on a very, very strong French uh, collector community emerging um, in soccer. I don't think you're ever going to get worldwide appeal for Olivier Giroud. He's more of a cult hero, okay, and maybe a kind of a national hero in France. But I just never see the money being there for him.
4: All right, I think we have two more questions for you then. Uh, Greg Meiser wants to know: Did Mister M show up in Munich looking for his Davies boxes? Yeah, what is this? Can you explain that? Does that make sense with our
3: audience? Yeah,
0: (laughs) I apologize for the inside joke. Greg should know better than to come over to your show and start making inside jokes. Dang it, Greg! Um, But uh, no, he did not.
4: Okay, next, ask the answer. <laughs> okay, uh, last one. Mike Geller wants to know, thoughts on the 1979 uh, Vinorlandis Pele card as a short-term flip?
0: As, as a short-term flip, unless you know something about Pele's health status, I don't know if he's a there's good no, short-term flip right now.
4: Okay, there's You'd no have to reason wait for, for him basically to, to die. Okay. <laughs> you can say it, it's okay. <laughs> wow, Man, just this guy. It's taste, but it's true. This guy's Hollywood hey, this, now.
3: I got to ask this last question by Michael just because I've never seen this. The 1938 Koenig foosball set? Any of the vintage sets I can target? I never even heard of that.
0: Um, I tell you what, I'm not a huge guy on on vintage, so I'm not going to get involved
3: there. That's okay. Okay, how about chips or crisps? Last question. Oh, that's a good question.
4: Yeah. I say crisps. That's fries, though, like right? Fish and the crisps? French fries. No,
0: wait. I don't, No, no, sorry. I'm... Um, Chips, so so French fries. I call I call French fries chips, and I call I call
4: potato chips crisps. crisps. Mike, you need to know all of this before you go over there. Oh, I trust <laughs> me. I'm even going to learn the
3: language before I go. I'm excited. All right, Jason, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I don't think we have anything else useful to say. That's As good. always, a pleasure. Yeah, yep. tell the day, Enzo I'll we talk said to you guys hi. soon. Yep, tell the little fellow we said hey. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye guys. See bye. All right, so there you go. That was Jason Flynn from Stock Cards United talking about most things we don't understand, a couple of things that we do. So
4: I always boom, enjoy him roasted again. Next. That shut up was just the, out of a fun silliness. You looked at me like I just insulted the man. I think he got that. Like we have a playful attitude.
3: You you scared me. I got a little I was, frightened. You okay, I was here's serious? I'm going to tease the next segment. We got a couple of kids coming on. Don't yell shut up at <laughs> them. Okay, immediately yelling. Going at the back children. to New York, Bleaker Trading. Okay, let's see what they have to say. Okay.
2: So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to
1: you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans at Empower, what's next? Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a
3: client. All right, so here you go. We teased it. Jesse has already promised he's not going to yell at kids because he already yelled at an Irishman for, for no reason. It was fun. So, so we've, we've got, we're, at, we're live at Bleecker Trading in New York. We've got the A podcast guys, Asher and Andrew. That's not it. Asher, I already forgot your names, man.
5: No, ask
3: you. Ask you. Andrew, oh. Asher, Andrew. Asher, Andrew. Okay, so guys, you what are you guys doing at Bleaker Trade Night? What's going on up there in New York? Um,
5: we're uh hosting uh, kids trade nights here
4: in Bleaker. Kids trade nights. That's awesome. How old are you guys? Uh, he's
3: twelve and I'm thirteen. Wow. Both have better hair than me. I've noticed. You know I, what met I was these doing kids. It twelve and thirteen?
4: Not making money or having fun. I was in a closet. I think. <laughs>
3: Since no, never mind. Uh when is the trade show? When are you guys having this? Date time, what's all what's all the info?
5: So our next one is Saturday, December third at Bleaker from two to five PM. Oh, that's this week. Free stuff, wow. lots of kids, always We'll have pizza and uh we'll
3: uh, and drinks for everybody. Nice. So are you guys the ones organizing this? I know Mark and Jess are helping, but like what what is the point? Like you guys just wanna get more kids in the hobby? Is that the goal?
5: Yeah, I think that's our uh really our big goal but yeah we reached out to uh, uh we sent them an email and they thought it was a cool idea so we set up a couple of meetings and we uh just set up the trade night we had some ideas they had some ideas and luckily uh panini reached out to the last one and came in big time for the sponsor and i think for the next one we're gonna have a lot of sponsors too wow nice
3: what Man. is the, do you guys have one planned after the saturday do you have another one already lined up
5: N- not yet we hope to have another one
3: Okay. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Next one, let us know, because we want to, I'll send up a box or two. We'll send some stuff. Did you guys rip with me when I was in New York? I don't remember. Yeah.
5: We opened some WWE I think, some soccer stuff.
3: Were you guys out at the table outside yeah. under the cover? Oh, okay. That one little dude pulled the one-on-one UFC card and sold it for like a hundred bucks. He was a little kid, too. I remember that. I should have taken that card Yeah, back. I don't even know who that was. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. How
4: long have you guys been doing this, by the way? I'm just curious.
5: Our first one was... Uh, back in October. So, but, uh, we've been, I've been collecting for about a year and a half. Oh, okay. Cool.
4: Very nice. Well, that's awesome guys. Hey, we're wishing, uh, the best to you really want to know more as you guys do uh, more shows. So if you're going to be in New York, where, what's the location? Uh, Jess, can you give us the address so guys can stop by if they're in the New York area?
5: Of course it's uh, 96 Christopher street. So we have, you know, leaker here and then we have cards and coffee next door. And cool. come on by. It's weekend two to five on Saturday, December
3: 3rd. Fun story for you. I have a nephew named Asher. Wow. That was fun. There you go. You don't meet a lot of people <laughs> named Asher. I now know too. His mom's actually in the other room right Why now. Take him. How fun. Jesse. Guys, thank you for hanging out with us for a minute, man. We'll be sure to promote it. And yeah, we'll kick in some next time. We'd like to help sponsor and, and hang out with you guys next time. All right.
5: Awesome. Yeah, and you, you. can all find us on Instagram at a underscore sports cards.
3: AA underscore sports cards. There you go. We better get a shout out in there or I swear to, no, I'm just kidding (laughs) guys. Thanks for chilling for a minute. We'll, uh, I'll catch up with you later. Okay. Thanks guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. See you fellas. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So there you go. The double a audio was okay. That's our fault. I should have just had him calling, but uh, I met these two dudes, uh, Andrew and Asher up in New York last time. It was actually, that was my favorite part of the whole bleaker trade night. Last time was there was a bunch of kids and like you said, like you weren't doing anything to make money. I wasn't that knowledgeable at anything when I was 12. No. Like I, those kids were they like. They said
4: they set meetings for goodness sakes. If I was in a meeting, I'd you throw I up. I can't get you to
3: do that now. <laughs> uh, okay, bro. Anyways, take it easy. Yeah, very cool. I, I like to actually get like some kids involved in the hobby. It's cool. Good yeah. to see. Um, what do you want to do? Like mailbag? Do something yeah, we else? we got a few mailbags we can throw out. Let's go um, straight to mailbag and we can get out of here. All right. It actually is a pretty big release week, but it's almost all on Friday. So we'll hit a Thursday show. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh you know what I did want to comment about? Okay, just real
4: quick. Yeah, I didn't say mailbag, so I know, you can. You're still fine. Open.
3: I listened to that. La- did you listen to last episode?
4: I listened to some of it with you. In fact,
3: I liked it. I will say.
4: Here we go. Oh, I know where this I'm is going. I'm not burning any bridges. No, no, no. I'm not going
3: to burn bridges. But I, I, I didn't. Ex- I guess I didn't see it at the time. Some of the reaction is justified. I like the Eric kid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you cannot come on a podcast and just do a monologue it's a bit tough and i guess i just kind of let it slide because it was later in the show Mm -hmm. but there was a comparison made to like you know my knowledge of this and this i am the one who should be i'll be honest with you i am a little bit down on eric after listening back to that show
4: hey eric we look forward to doing more collabs (laughs) no i don't think we do i mean (laughs)
3: that's not true he's probably good i would say a little yeah I, i listened back and i was just like man is it was it that rough because it was quite a bit of a reaction on our socials and i think that's why i think it was somewhat justified i would have him back still but yeah i think we'd have to tweak a little bit there you don't have to be uncomfortable it's okay no no, no. i
4: have i have no additional comments to make i said, you know you know affair. how i feel you affair, know how you said how I a lot feel. of terrible things i think I, whoa whoa terrible why am i being such i'm being maligned here You're this is great. not all right mailbag Nathan. I just Tur- want to address it though. We got a little criticism last Nathan time. Nathan Turvey. It was I fair. Okay, g- I'm g- shutting my laptop. No. Go. Did the Eagles make a clear statement after the last night after last night's game?
3: As no. far as no, they didn't make any clear statement. You barely beat a Green Bay team that lost its starting quarterback, and you had multiple double-digit leads. They played well. They got a win. It's not a, by any means a statement though. No. Nathan Turvey. Jalen Hurts your- though is a star and is going to win the MVP.
4: I'm Next. going to apologize to Joshua Richards and apparently also Nathan Turvey. He could, uh, dogpiled on here. I, apparently, I've been pronouncing it Yu-Gi-Oh, and it's Yu-Gi-Oh. That's my bad, bro. Who cares? Well, some people care. There are other You're listeners. not going to ask a Yu-Gi-Oh question, are you? Uh, to you? I would never ask you a Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> but I do apologize. Uh, we are going, oh, our boy Ken Griffin's back. Buy, sell, hold. Jordan Love, Trey Lance, Herbert.
3: That's a good one, actually. That is a good one. Okay, what are the rules? Do I have to pick one of each, or do I just give you my opinion of the three and pick one of those three options?
4: Um, I think we usually do a buy-sell-hold for each person, but you can do it however you'd like. Okay, so
3: Jordan Love, I would buy right now. No,
4: wrong. He's high. We talked about We already said we, earlier in the and show.
3: I, and I said earlier, I think I would buy him because he's a quarterback who's going to put up some big numbers, and he's going to start consecutive weeks in a row. I still think there's time to buy and flip Jordan Love right now. Justin Herbert, I'm just holding. He's expensive. I think that team's going to the playoffs, but I'm not positive. So I would just hold him. What was the other one? Trey Lance. Uh, Nothing. You literally, well, if you have him, you hold him. And then you buy him heavy in the offseason.
4: Trey Lance is pretty low right now, though.
3: Wait till the offseason. You You think
4: he goes even lower than that?
3: I don't see any reason why he wouldn't, right? And I I think that team, like I said earlier, I think that team is awesome. Give him a quarterback. You think people are going to reach early and they're going to start buying him and his prices will go up?
4: Well, he's been out of the game since, like, what, September or something. And his pricing has stayed the same as far as since that time. So I don't know if it goes any lower just because of the offseason. Because, I mean, technically for him, this is the offseason. I think so. it will go lower.
3: That's okay. my thought. So I would say hold if you have him, buy him in the offseason if you want to.
4: Uh, let's see. Uh, Michael Provost, what is the logic behind eBay's authentication? He says that four weeks ago he bought a $50 card that had already been graded and authenticated by SGC, and it was never. It was just delivered today. So basically it took four weeks to get him a card that he feels like was already authenticated is a
3: wonderful sponsor of our show here on Spotify <laughs> that explains that authentication <laughs> I, I mean, can't stand it what a stupid process I had to wait like two and a half weeks for my Dak Prescott card I remember to get when they first
4: came out I think they were Ugh. really pushing it because it only took a few days but
3: now it's like all right we can back off just I'm a fine bit. with it with raw stuff if a card is graded like what is the issue Yes. I don't know. I have some issues with it. But again, I think they're a phenomenal sponsor. I think everybody <laughs> loves eBay. So
4: eBay, keep going. Never talked to
3: us, by the way. Nope. eBay's never
4: spoken to us. Well, why would they? We've got people for that, right? I've never met those people, but
3: we BJ met eBay Kroger once, didn't go well. Okay, good.
4: <laughs> we don't talk about that. BJ Kroger wants to know mailbag tops release. <laughs> he wait, put wait. mailbag in there, so I have to say that. <laughs> mailbag colon, I I'm now reading say- punctuation as well. Topps released this artistic take on 1952 tops. It's not crazy expensive or anything. Sucks. Worth ripping, holding thoughts on these art cards. I think both. Did you
3: actually see them yet? Yeah, oh. it's off the 1952. I think it's cool. It's okay. cheap. I mean, yeah. Rip it, hold it, whatever you want to do. I, hard to it's go only wrong. $40 a box. That's what I'm saying. I, like, I don't think you can lose for 40 bucks. Um I don't like him anymore as a person for putting mailbag in there. <laughs> I thought you were talking to text for a minute. I don't know what was happening. Um, mailbag. Jesse, comma, period. Okay, Next. Uh let's see. Oh
4: JR Garcia wants to know for Mike, how do you transact outside of eBay for cards under 500, cards 500 to th- uh, 2000, cards over 5000 transact do that point. What do you mean? Like PayPal, mail, in person. Oh, in, I mean in person anytime you can is awesome. He said you I think you mentioned a third party escrow type service as well.
3: I want to plug this.
4: Yeah, is, I know. She, I can't he, believe you
3: read this question. I don't well, even,
4: I didn't know if he has some kind of like ownership in this, in this company. Go ahead.
3: Fine. No, Go ahead. He, he does not. I mean, yeah. Tra- so, so read the real answer to the question in general. I just use PayPal goods and services because then the buyer and seller are covered or, and again, this is a, this is a spoiled answer, right? Most people will send me gift or Venmo or cash app or Zelle because they know me and they know I'm going to take care of them. But let's just say two people out of the blue in a vacuum, uh, player A wants to make a trade with player B. Yeah, a trade is super complicated. If you're strictly selling, I would say just sell where there's some sort of a recourse. Venmo even offers good services now um, where you can actually – there's some recourse that they don't send. PayPal goods and services. Um, Cash App I don't think has that, and Zelle for sure doesn't have that. So just be selective about the form of payment you would take. And then yes, real briefly to the trade safe thing. That's the company I bought into. They are literally a middleman service. You send them your cards, they ship them to each other, you know, to the other people. Um, I mean, yeah, if you can use a middleman on a trade, I mean, absolutely. There's you're going to spend a couple extra dollars in shipping, but who cares? Yeah, I think it's a great idea for trading. Absolutely.
4: That is your mailbag. We actually hit the majority of
3: them with Jason. So okay. Um, we get a big release day on Friday. Like I said, absolute football. I know is coming out stadium club, baseball, flawless collegiate football. So we'll do kind of a, a, a decent size on Thursday. Do we have any guests Thursday or no? Well,
4: that's what I was thinking. I thought we had,
3: uh, Oh, that was last week. He was sick. Um, yeah, don't say his name on here again, please. Okay. So there you go. So we'll be back. Card letter. Um, last little plug again, we've read it already, but 96 Christopher street, December 3rd. So it's this Saturday, two to five Eastern time. Cause you'll be in New York. Um, if you have kids, take them down there. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, kids trade night at Bleaker, It's pretty cool. Actually, yeah, it's pretty adults, awesome.
4: don't show up. It's weird.
3: Well, they put us on the sponsor list. That's pretty cool. So you got right. cards and coffee, which is attached. Panini, I know, sent up some wax, uh, sports cards, nonsense. Beckett, whole bunch of ones. Stand up display, slab strong. Our boy Tim. It's hard not to support kids. Oh, I say no to kids. <laughs> no. Can I have free card? No, absolutely not. No, that's I'm, I, I like to see kids actually take an interest in the hobby in more than just I want to go out and PC my own cards. It's like, hey, I want to set up a trade night. And they're making content around it. I think it's pretty cool.
4: The fact that they're not there just to sell a product or something is cool.
3: I like it. All right, so there you go. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. Uh, I don't think we have anything else big coming up. No, I don't think so. We do yeah. need to rip some free wax on Instagram this week. We get Ooh. some stuff from Panini. We need to set something up. So I want to sure.
4: reach out to Tops and see if there's any news about that Tops Panini thing. I grant, granted, they wouldn't tell us, but there's what been the other people talking about it. You talking about Fanatics Panini? Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. Fanatics. Yeah, let me
3: tell you the news there. There's still no news, just like we said months ago. I know people are making all this content about the news. Like, what are we doing? Nothing is happening. And I can tell you this. Nobody has real sources about this at all. We would probably totally made up. We haven't heard anything. Oh my God. It's such, it's happening. The sale's coming. Everything's happening. November 1st, October 1st. Oh, you know what? Maybe nothing's happening. Dude, nothing is happening. Find some, people need to find something real to speak about. It is pretty ridiculous. I'm, so I'm glad gonna,
4: I mentioned it right before we ended I'm the I'm going to stop now because
3: otherwise I'm going to take, start taking shots at people here. <laughs> but I would just say this, the amount of laughable content in the card world right now is big. And I like absolute garbage like nonsense content. That's laughable. He's great. Lameem's the man. <laughs> It, it it is becoming irritating to me, the type of crap people invest time in watching and listening to. That's it. I usually get specific. I'm not gonna hear because I don't want to crap on people, but it's kind of a joke lately, the stuff that is getting publicized and promoted like it's some sort of hobby news. What are we talking about? Ugh. Did I already a- said I already said <laughs> who we work for. Spotify, the ringer, all phenomenal. I was in a good mood until now. Do we just get a target on our backs? I will be back on Thursday and Jesse will be here as well because he runs the show. Hit the button. Goodbye.
2: Ready to find your next favorite podcast? Spotify makes it easier than ever to discover new favorites by previewing short audio clips before committing to a full listen. You can even watch some podcasts with video or just keep playing audio in the background. It's everything you want in one app. Music, podcasts, and audiobooks across any device. Play anytime, anywhere, any way you'd like with Spotify. Try today.